You are listening to the Uncommon Truth Podcast, produced by the Father's House Church in Oroville, California. I'm Luke, and we created this podcast because we want to explore Christianity the way that Jesus intended it to be. If you're interested in joining us on this journey, make sure you subscribe to this podcast, or for more resources, check out changeoroville.org. Welcome to the Uncommon Truth Podcast. I am joined today by Vicky Orsolo. Hello, Yay. everybody. But today we have a special treat. We have Pam Dick with us. Yay! Yeah. Steve isn't with us today, but Aww, we... Aw, sad. But we have Pam back. She was with us about six months we ago. We had such a great time. We asked her back again. Yeah. Every six months, whether just, she likes to or not. I'm just the target of your practical jokes, actually, <laughs> oh, but that's yeah. okay. Well, yes. Yeah, so maybe Vicky can tell us about what we did before. Well, Pam was um, kind of late. We were supposed to start at one thirty. So what we did is we act like we were already recording and filming when she came in and we told her to shush because it already started. And lo and behold, she actually believed us. That we I must should. be great actors. I'm tiptoeing around, trying to ma- not make my purse rattle. Oh. <laughs> you guys are terrible. But, but we I wanted love you. her. Yeah, we, yeah, but you like spinach too. <laughs> so Pam is here uh, speaking at our school transformation. Yeah, she's been great. We've been... Again, you've been, we've kept her very busy, right? You worked me like a show pony. Show pony. <laughs> and what have you been teaching about? Huh? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but not, but not judging. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. What about but, the log in your about, eye? Yeah, yeah. But well, actually, funny that you would bring that up, yeah. Luke. Um, we were actually talking about Jesus and Matthew. about the log and the speck. Mm-hmm. Matthew 7? Matthew 7, yes. <laughs> okay, well, I guess we're going to start then. So, oh, good. Good. So I'm, I'm highly confused, and before I get more confused. Highly uh, confused, but highly favored. Yes. It's kind of like... Highly confused. Anyway, well, <laughs> we're going to continue our series of looking at uh, the words of Jesus and taking a deeper look at some of them. So uh, Matthew 7. Oh, really? What? Yes. Oh, my wow. gosh. Prophetic. Yeah. That was like yeah. amazing. Wow. I'm very uh, shocked. Yeah. So uh, I, please bear with us if you're confused just like I am. <laughs> Maybe. But wait a minute. We have the ministry. We have the ministry of confusion. Yeah. Yes. I just but wait a minute. It is... Christmas season for you, it is. and your cup is very full. That is true. So you have so the confusion level for you is probably not as low as it used to be. Your confusion is way more higher. Probably the meter, like you told me yesterday, if you have one more detail, you're gonna you're gonna your cup is gonna fall over. I did say that. Is that right? That's true. So us, so it's not really us. It's it's me. Yeah. It's you. We'll <laughs> let the listeners at home decide whether that's true or not. There so. you go. Did you just honestly say way more higher? Way more higher? Okay. Okay. Just the, the, Eng, the Canadian English person yeah. in me is going way more higher. And the English man in me is giving up at this point. Jeremiah and I just yeah. found out today that a teaspoon mm-hmm. was actually, the name was made because it's it, you use it for your tea. That's a surprise to you. Like, That's what we that said. was, you wow. know. But I, but he's twenty, like twenty six, and I'm a little bit older. Yeah. I think I may have forgotten that. Right. That was how possibly it originated. I think Jeremiah never even knew, though. <laughs> right, Jeremiah? Uh, Jeremiah, did you know that an ice cube <laughs> came from little cubes that people poured water in that became ice? This is your country, man. Ice cube. I'm not mocking you, Jeremiah. Oh, right. I'm sorry. You're Canadian. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> he knows ice cubes. We, we have winter. Yeah. Right, Jeremiah? Yes. Well, good. Let's look at this scripture before yes, I it. lose Let's all try. brain cells. Faculties. All right. 
do not judge so that you will not be judged. For in the way you judge, you will be judged. Hmm. And by the standard of measure, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your own eye, and behold the log that is in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. I'm not exactly why he chose this for us, do you? <laughs> I, I hate this scripture. Did you tell him about No. I'm I hate this scripture. Why are we talking about this? Well, you know, last time we talked a lot about any healing, and I mm. thought this is a good any healing kind of scripture. Right, so, yeah. right. Can you imagine, though? I mean, I love the way Jesus comes up when we wear pictures, right? So there's somebody with, like, this big beam in their eye, <laughs> and they're trying eye. to go up to the other yeah. guy. Here, I'll get those speck out of yours. Well, they can't get within 10 feet, you know, <laughs> which is possibly what he's talking about. See, so. when you have this big log in your eye, you can't get close to the other person. So there you go. So we're done. Thanks. It was a great <laughs> podcast. It's a quick podcast. <laughs> But um, we don't have Steve. That's okay. okay. We, I can ask you questions. Does Steve so. keep you on track? Oh. Yes. Yeah, we can say We're that. We're going to say yes. Yeah. Mm. What he's do good. you think it means, Luke? What do I think it means? Yes. Well, I think that he's saying that the the standard we use against other people, we yeah. have to be willing to Correct. stand up to ourselves, right? So Correct. If Which I judge you for being for your late. anger issues or your, like, being late, mm. yes. sure, mm. but then I'm late myself, then Deep. it's kind of problematic it's, it's hip, hypocrisy which we found out recently that the word hypocrisy or hypocrite oh, no. is actually actor yeah which is he uses yes. that word a lot a hypocrite and i just don't want to be called a hypocrite or yes, an actor no do you kidding. no i'm not a very good actor as you can see You're when you not. walked in tonight and today and i was on the <laughs> microphone I, I don't think i'd ever get an academy award for acting but i just want to be real and honest and i think you know, the, the, our relationship, uh, Pam and I, we've mm -hmm. been friends for a long time, and we're really just really close friends, in case you don't know that out there. Um, <laughs> we finish each other's statements and, and get in trouble. No, don't tell them that. I just taught a class on performance orientation, and I told them, if you're performance orientated, you finish each other's sentences. <laughs> Why would you say that? It was in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> well, scratch that out. Okay, that's wrong. Okay. Um, but you know, just the realness of our relationship, mm. it's, um, we don't act our relationship. I mean, there's different degrees of friendships and stuff. And, and with us, it's, it's really a, it's a soulmate. Um, you know, we were very real and honest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And whenever she has that log, I try to get it out for her, <laughs> <laughs> which happens quite a bit. <laughs> Okay. I come from logging country, you know, <laughs> it brings it. Yeah. Actually, you know, it's You're a really, minor. I know. You're a logger. what's really funny was um, the person I was being late with, Yes. I was actually talking to them about judging. Oh, wow. There and you I go. said, I said, you, you have a high standard, don't you? You know, like for your behavior and stuff like that. And, and, uh, and they replied, yeah, yeah, I do. And I said, do you realize that you're using that high standard to judge everybody else? So there's your high standard, and then everything everybody does, you compare it to your standard. So it enables you to judge them wow. and say, well, see, I do better. See, I don't make people wait. I don't play jokes on people. <laughs> you know, um, I keep my appointments. You know, I honor my word. You know, whatever yes. it is. Because they have this, they've actually kind of judged themselves. I'm a good Christian if I do all these steps. And so it enables me to figure out if I'm better than they are by having that standard. And that's... You know, it's kind of sad because it's a good thing to have a... St I told them that. It's a good thing to have a high standard. Absolutely. But you just can't use it to judge everybody else. That's your standard. It's mm -hmm. really good. But I think that tendency is we... It turns into, like what you said, yeah. one of those things where we start deciding everybody must live according to my standard. Yeah. And I mean, let's face it. Everybody's going to be falling either 
probably most people are not making it. Mm. And so you get to feel, oh, well, aren't I great? I'm the only true Christian in the bunch. There you go. So yeah, it's hard. I think we all do it though, yeah. right? And I think I think to, to piggyback on what she said is that what she sounds like what she's saying too is in conjunction with perfectionism. Mm. Um, you know, people who are who who are incredible perfectionists, and mm-hmm. and let's make it let's make it real honest and, and forthright. Jesus said, "Be perfect, like I'm perfect." So mm-hmm. there is he. That's a standard that he wants. Mm-hmm. However, when it's performance, like she said, yeah. and a lot of perf- perfectionists will do that, and it comes off as judgment. Yes. Um, I, I'm not a perfectionist by any means, so no. my stat, my bar, <laughs> my bar is very low. Um, yeah. So I don't. I don't really struggle as much with yeah. the judgment of um, people's uh, motives and their actions because I'm not a perfectionist. But I know that there's a lot in, in our staff, probably, and you're, I think you would probably be mm-hmm. up there, wouldn't you? And in, in you're, you're so, yes. you're so gifted. And I think we just got to be really careful about judging others' motives. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that this is just a really difficult thing. Yeah, I'm going to be real honest because. I mean, probably if you kept a scorecard for me throughout the day, you'd probably be in the you'd probably be in the hundreds. You know, yeah. just kind of like it just comes out because there's something about judging others that makes you feel mm-hmm. better. That's true. There's something about that it just make, makes yeah. you feel like you're not as bad as you think you are. Justifies ourselves, right? Cause Correct. I, at least mm-hmm. at least I'm not as bad as this exactly. person. Exactly. But on the flip side of it, we then do the thing where then we judge ourselves as worse off and now I suck because I'm not as good yes. as that yeah. person, right? So yeah. it's always that one up or yeah. one down kind That's of really good. Yeah. ranking system. Because you got to love yourself, yeah. right? Yeah. but you can't love yourself too much right. to to judge yeah. everybody else. And, and I think judgment does come from a lack of, um, it probably just your, what was, what was the word? I just lost the word. Um, Anyway, it's gone. Okay. But it would have been good. Okay. It would have been really good. <laughs> well, one thing you said I wanted to highlight a little bit is actually something that I remember Pam saying a long time ago, which is uh, judging the like motives or intentions of someone's yeah. behavior. Yeah. Could you elaborate on well, that? Well, it's ju- it's judging their heart, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Is that you're you're deciding you assume, you know, they did that on purpose. Yeah. You know, I know they did that on purpose. That's so good. They know that I don't like that. Well, you know, the problem with that thinking is, guess what? They, they probably aren't thinking of you nearly as much as you <laughs> as think you they are. are right. You know, and that's, I think it's when we judge the intentions of hearts. Really See, that's where offense comes in. Mm. So, you know, when somebody does something to hurt you, that's pain. But when you judge the motives of their heart, you, now you're moving into offense. And that's where the judgments really start. Because I'm, when I judge the motives of your heart, that's when I'm starting to say, you did that on purpose. You, you did that to embarrass me. You knew I didn't like that. Um, you know, all of those things. And so the offense also gets deeper or mm, higher really and good. higher and higher, right? Way more higher. Way, way more higher. <laughs> Amen. To quote yeah. a very famous pastor that yeah. I know, yeah. way more higher offenses why Bill happen Johnson that way. Would say that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, one of my things on performance was, uh, too, it says it's, a, it's, it's actually... Um, a behavior it's actually an attitude of your heart more than it is a, a behavior mm. you know and the same with perfectionism it's really good you know I mean we see it working out in people's behavior right but it's actually an attitude of your heart mm. I have to be this way so it's just so sad so I I have to be able to figure out how I fit with everybody so am I better than they are well then hey that's great if I'm less than they are now I'll have to work harder so it's your heart motives right and it can just steamroll you into just like just doing and doing and doing for and not getting anything out of it. Like we all have to serve. 
Mm-hmm. But, you know, God's, God's interested in, so what's your heart? Why are you serving? If it's, in fact, the person I was praying with the other day, I said to them, if you're doing all that to prove, because you've judged somebody that they're, they don't serve the way you do, you know, they're not helping uh. out. And now you're telling me you're doing all this stuff. And so I just said to them, are you sure you're not doing all that stuff? Because you've judged that other person. And so now you're going to so look at me. Look at me, I'm, I'm doing it all. And I thought, oh my gosh, do you ever think that, you know, God, he's reading your heart right now. Yeah. You know, that's the scary part with judgments, right? Yep. That's so good. So what is some of the fruit of judgment? Like what, from a, a sort of prayer ministry and healing perspective, we talk often about judging uh, like our parents and how that mm, plays out. God. So what, what can we talk a little bit about just the fruit of judgment on, on the... Well, I think, you know, we, Pam and I have seen probably throughout the years when we do in prayer ministry is when you, what you judge, you become mm-hmm. for the most part, you yeah. know, um, and, and it's lots of times you become, if you judge your parents, you either become just like them, only worse. Yeah. Like your father's an alcoholic and mother's an alcoholic, your next generation, you will say, I'm never going to be like them because mm-hmm. that's a judgment mm-hmm. and you become just like them, only worse, or you could be the opposite and you just, uh, you white knuckle it, mm. that I'm never gonna be like my mom and dad. But the thing is, I found, and I think Pam would probably agree, is that when you make that judgment, you cut off any benefits that your mom mm-hmm. and dad have, yeah. any good stuff that they might have, like maybe they're not late, maybe they're always on time, mm-hmm. you don't get that. <laughs> because because the truth is is that you've judged them, yeah. you've judged their motive, you've mm-hmm. judged them. And when, when you do judge, it's never out of, the heart is not saying a good thing about mm-hmm. them. You're judging because of pain. With mm-hmm. our mothers and fathers, and probably 95 percent mm-hmm. of of uh, prayer ministry is your mother and your father mm-hmm. yeah. and your perception of yeah. what what th- your perception of what they did mm-hmm. or the reality of what they did. Um, it's you just get all, all kinds of unintentional fruit that right. kind of mm-hmm. you kind of attaches to you. Mm-hmm. I think you brought up the the fact that. The sowing and reaping aspect Correct. of judgment is, I think, the thing nobody wants to think about. Right. You know? And yet, say I mean, that, Say that again, the sowing and reaping. Just say it again, because that's so good. Okay. The sowing and reaping yes. factor of judgment yes. is the thing nobody wants to think mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Because the reality is, what you're judging, you're going to reap that. It's good. Yeah. If you are uh, really negative and critical about, you know, this, that, and the other thing, so you're constantly judging the people around you, mm-hmm. you're going to reap that in your own life. You've just sowed all of that. All that judgment that you're doing, it does come back on you. And in prayer ministry years ago, you will remember this, we used to call it a boomerang judgment. Yep. Because, you know, when you throw a boomerang out, it comes back to you, mm. right? Uh, unless, of course, I'm the one that's throwing it. And it usually just hits <laughs> a tree. <laughs> or hits you in the face, yeah. right? Yeah. But, but people who are really good, good. and yeah. guess what? There's people who are really good at throwing judgments mm. around, wow. you know? And so they throw it around, and it comes back and hits them. Wow. And we've seen it, haven't we? Time after time after time, people who have thrown judgments out about their parents, people have thrown judgments out about their spouses, mm-hmm siblings bosses you name it and that they often reap what they've sown because guess what then their bosses start being critical of them mm. or their parents start being critical of them or their spouse starts it's being really critical because that's what they're sowing in the spirit so i think if people would understand the law of sowing and reaping that would probably help them um to repent of judging repent you know because mm. i if i'm accurate in my scripture and if steve or alf was here they'd be able to probably correct us but I'm pretty sure in the scriptures, God doesn't tell us to judge hearts. He says he judges the motives of hearts. Right. So judgments, like we just said before, that's when you get really tricky when you start saying, I know why you did that. 
or even you're just being so thoughtless. Well, maybe I'm not thoughtless. Maybe I was just late because I was praying with somebody. Right. And, um, you know. She just looked at me. <laughs> with judgment was, in I her eyes. way higher scale <laughs> for a minute. Way higher. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I think uh, judgments are interesting. I catch myself all the time. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a daily, like I said, it's a daily moment, like moment by moment. That's good. I was just looking around the uh, scripture there, and I, I noticed that what Jesus talks about before this, and at the end of Matthew six, is the uh, "Do not worry about tomorrow." Like, yeah, mm. and it's, it's an interesting pairing. And I think often, you know, when we're in worry, anxiety, stress, fear, all that place, mm-hmm. then that's where that desire to judge the people around me and control things through my judgment yes. really stems from, right? Like, yeah. If I'm I'm worried and anxious because of this person's behavior makes me feel a certain way. Well, let me judge them to try to mm-hmm. protect myself. Like, yes. oh, I'll never do that again. Or I'll never mm-hmm. be like that person or I'll avoid this. And it's, I think there's, a, there's this aspect of trying to control things through our judgment because yeah. it feels like it's going to protect us. But yeah. really, it just, like you said, you, mm-hmm. so, you end up sowing bad seed. That mm-hmm. You know, a, that that's interesting because it makes you think. We always talk about judgment in terms of judging people. Yeah. But sometimes we judge situations and we judge uh, the atmosphere and we judge stuff like that. And we're totally wrong. Like, you know, you walk into a room, nobody here likes me. I've just, you know, I've decided, (laughs) I've judged. These are really standoffish people. You know, I mean, we make judgments in all sorts of ways. It's not always directed at a person, but it can be an atmosphere. It can be a a whole people group. Oh, I don't like that church because they weren't friendly. Mm -hmm. Really? Wow. Okay, well, what happens when everybody comes to your church? Do they think you're friendly? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's interesting that judgment permeates everything, right? And then to assume, too, that judgment, you know, there is that law of sowing and reaping. So he does say, don't worry about tomorrow. But at the same time, with the law of sowing and reaping, you better think about tomorrow. Amen, that's right. Because, you know, you are sowing seeds, right. and, and crops tend to happen. Yeah. So, yeah. That's good. I'm also thinking, too, is, you know, you guys went to the circumstantial or, the th- you know, like places, and but also the judgment of God. And mm. we know in, mm. in prayer ministry that whatever, however you've judged your, your father or whatever yeah. attributes you yeah. put on your father, mm-hmm. that's the judgment you have against God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you, you, we, we, you know, it's like almost 100% when people talk about their earthly father you know for we'll ask him well how do you what do you feel about your um heavenly father mm-hmm. how about god and they'll say these these adjectives and it's like now now how, what do you think of your earthly father and usually they're just an equal sign mm-hmm. because there's a judgment of god because mm-hmm. he didn't do this or he didn't do that or he didn't do this because we think we know better so judgment i mean even in it's it's such a um huge five-letter word yeah. you know ju- judge is because I think it actually starts with God yep. from the time we're little you know you, people say well he didn't answer my prayer when mm-hmm. I was five or yeah, seven right. and that judgment gets in there that you know carries on to when they're older they won't come to they won't come to Jesus or they'll leave Jesus mm-hmm. because of judgment that God didn't do what they wanted they mm-hmm. wanted him to do really so the word the, the judgment is everything I think it, it permeates every area of our life and our, our Christianity it's really good so just to switch gears slightly, we can read the scripture and people come to the conclusion that therefore I should not, um, it's not true. Yeah. judge or try to help somebody with the speck in Correct. the eye, right? Mm-hmm. And that's not really what he's saying here. He's no. saying don't yeah. try to help that person until you've Deal with your dealt own with stuff. yourself, mm-hmm. right? So s- some people say, oh, you can't judge me, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
and that's something we like to say to society today. Oh, but and then they, and they might even quote this like only only God can judge. That's right. a, that's a nice one that people like to yeah. say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but like he, he's not really saying that. So yeah. what what is he? He's asking us to look at our, our own heart, our own mm-hmm. life first, right? So how how are some of the ways that we could go about looking at ourselves, like from a from a pastoral heart perspective, like. You know, we talked about offense, we talked about mm. judgment, but are there any other kind of like blind spots that maybe things that might be causing blind spots, I guess what I'm looking at. You know, I would I would say most people don't have enough confidence or security to go to their spouse or a friend or somebody oh, yeah. to say, Tell me what you see. Oops. Is there something in me that's, you know, not reflecting the love of God the way it should, or is there something in me that's putting people off? Could you share with me? Most of us aren't that confident. Mm-hmm. You know, in fact, um, if they are stupid enough to ask a friend <laughs> that question, they probably aren't a friend afterwards because they get offended yeah. yes. for yeah. hearing the truth, right. which, you know, is scriptural, right? But I, th- so I think I often will say to people, why, if you're on, if you want to, why don't you sit down and honestly ask God? Mm. Like, God, you show me my heart, or God, have I been judging people? Or is there something around me that's, um, that has taken offense? You know, and show me. Because I honestly think sometimes we don't know the condition of our own hearts. Really good. And so only God can come and tell us, yeah, there is offense there, or there is this there, there's hiddenness there, you're hiding yourself there. So to me, the safest thing is often to take them to God first. And then for me, I like it when they come back and tell me, you know, and then I can just uh, affirm it. Yeah, you're right. You're, mm-hmm. you know, you, I did sense that in you. I could hear the anger when you talked about it. But it, I had, when they discover it, when they hear it from God first, they're so much more open yeah. to, okay, well, can we follow, can we go a little deeper on that? Can we follow through? Okay. Could we possibly add some forgiveness to that? Mm-hmm. So to me, the safe place is always God first. And people will say to me, oh, I can't hear from God. I can't hear from God. So I have the perfect answer to that. I just say to them, well, ask God what's blocking you. Mm. And I haven't heard a person with a block not be told yet what the block is, you know, because God knows what's stopping you. So they actually can hear, but there's something they've put in front of the issue. Like, I don't want, I don't want to be told this one. But when you say God what's blocking you, he might say, it's your fear. You're, you're, you're afraid to see Mm. what this really is. So I think go to God first, in my opinion, go to God and then go and talk to somebody trusted or go pray with somebody. But it hasn't worked very well in my books when people just go to each other and say, you know, I just really want to make sure I'm in a, you know, clean and whatever. So can you tell me anything you see in me? <laughs> Deadly. <You> know? <laughs> I know that we have each other and, and I'm just sitting here thinking like um, she's told me something like a year ago, you know, in, that I was I was part of in my, you know, just in my life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I trust that she loves me. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, it's kind of interesting because when you're married – I don't know. It doesn't. You try. I trust my husband. However, there just seems to be sometimes <laughs> there's there might be bents in each yeah. other. You know, forty four. I don't know if Pam and Alf have that, but no. uh, Steve and I. It's but and, and I know he loves me. And he, he, I, mm-hmm. I, but it just seems like when you you have a trusted friend who doesn't have like maybe a um, dog in the fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I know right. that she, she will tell me the truth. I mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to ask her the questions. Mm-hmm. Um, she probably is afraid to ask me. <laughs> just, you just tell me anyways. I, 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 I well, don't even have way, to ask, you know? Did you ever think of this? But um, it really is, like she's saying, Tab, a friend. He's got to be a trustworthy friend who, like I said, does. doesn't really have a dog in the fight. It's not. They're not telling you to change your um, behavior because it benefits them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, exactly. But it, it, there, there's no emotional attachment to what you're asking them. I, yeah. I hope that makes sense. No, that's really good. 
and then we have to be if we're going to ask either the lord or a person hopefully we're willing to deal with what mm-hmm. comes up right? yeah. yeah and that and that is we've just had a instance um recently where um you know it's if you're asking and they're giving you advice you probably should listen to it i mean don't, don't ask if you don't want to know yeah. you yeah. know so yeah yeah but but the judge yeah. but judgment is you know it's as i was reading the scripture it's like it goes on a six that says after they talk about the speck and get the speck mm-hmm. you know the log on your eyes and then it, he says something interesting do not I'm not ask Pam this. Do not give what is holy to dogs, and do mm-hmm. not throw your pearls before swine, or they will trample them under their feet mm-hmm. and turn and tear you to pieces. Mm-hmm. That's part yeah. of the judgment. So what do you have to say about that? Well, I met a few dogs in my day. <laughs> I'll tell you. You know, and, and that's the thing. You have to remember that. That's why God said you have to be careful who you do this with because, to me, the pearls that we're casting, it's like it's that offer of advice. Mm-hmm. It's that truth that you want to speak it's yep. that um, love you want to speak but if they don't want to receive it that's casting pearl before mm-hmm. swine because they'll just trample it under and you'll be hurt yeah. and you'll be offended so you have to wait like one of my little mottos is unasked for advice is veiled criticism mm-hmm. that's really so good. if i just keep telling people stuff without asking their permission and so i will often say you know can we talk is there something i'd like to share with you and they get the option to say yes or no mm-hmm. But if I just decide to jump in there and give them all the little wisdom that's in this head, you know, and they react back at me, well, you know, that's like that fight. That's like that, that they don't appreciate. Yeah. They don't appreciate it. So why are you wasting your time? That's good. See, she's so much more advanced than I am. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I probably give, what do you say about the unanswered, uh, unasked, unasked for, for, unasked for un- advice is veiled criticism? Yeah, yeah probably, I probably am guilty of that. You know, but it's well. That's it's, the next lesson I'll teach you. Thank so, you. Yeah. So. But it's it, you know, and, and it, it's in relationship to judgment. Yeah. You know, it's it's mm. he's, it's a next thought about judgment. That's good. In your heart. Mm-hmm. I was thinking then as well about the the Pharisees who would go around, you know, judging other people, justifying mm-hmm. themselves. Mm-hmm. That story in Luke somewhere where the the guy goes to the temple and he <laughs> says, "Thank God. Thank thank you, God. Look, I I do all these things. Yeah, and thank you, God. Yeah, thank I'm you, God. That I'm not like this like guy. Them. Yeah. Yeah." And towards the other guy, and the other guy is saying, you know, Lord, I, forgive me, I know I'm a sinner, uh, yeah, right? Yeah. Being his chest, and just and the Lord saying, which one do you think left yeah. justified, right? Mm-hmm. And the obviously it's the person that's humble and contrite, and not mm-hmm. the one that's judging and prideful and that. And, yeah. and I think sometimes in Christian circles there can be a desire to be a leader or to be someone who pastors people or help them, mm-hmm. but if we do that from a place of pride or judgment instead mm-hmm. of from a place of really trying to humbly love people when mm-hmm. we've lost our own heart we end up causing more trouble right mm-hmm. than that's we right. do help yeah that's right gotta be gonna uh check our own heart before we try yeah. to i think yeah. that's why um you know vicky and i've been talking about some stuff we, we always talk about so we talk non-stop so <laughs> but go um, figure you know uh, sometimes because especially if you're people that want to help mm-hmm. you know depending upon what God's asked of you. Most of us have are in types of ministries or serving positions mm-hmm. because we want to help That's people. Right. Right. The, the problem is we have to remember that scripture to stop and make sure, am I helping out of a right heart? Mm-hmm. You know, like Vicki said, you said a minute ago, but if I'm, I'm trying to help somebody out of an ulterior motive so it makes my life more pleasant, then 
that's not right. And the thing is, that's where God needs me to judge my own heart. Like, Pam, you're jumping in there, not because you really care about that. You're jumping in there because you want to look good mm. or you just want them to stop whining or, you know, whatever it is to benefit me. But this whole judgment thing is about uh, benefiting our hearts to have so a better good. relationship with God. And I think that's why when you talk about asking a friend, if you're not sure they love you, that's why I would send people back to God because I know God loves yeah, me. That's mm-hmm. good. So when I say to him, can you show me if I'm doing something wrong? Um, I can't use the excuse five minutes later when I hear an answer. Well, you don't care about me. Right. See, that's, could I, that's what I could yell at a friend. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't care about You've never cared about mm-hmm. me. You've never understood me. But I can't say that to God because he perfectly knows me inside right. and out. Really so good. his is often the best uh, advice I, I have on judgment. Yeah. That's really yeah, good. That's really good. Uh, yeah. I just Apart from, I guess, there are times when people, we hear through our own filter filter mm-hmm. our, our ideal yes, or our desire yes, yes. right like oh well, you know i want to do this god are you okay if i do this yeah you know there's that side of the card but i think we do yeah. some prayer like this god i want to do this talk to the hand yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. we say to everybody well i didn't really hear anything yeah. but i didn't hear no right. yeah. <laughs> so there's that what i was thinking of that uh, steve would probably say if he was here um is you know the asking the people that try to help, but it really benefits them, that whole idea, you know, it really boils down to the selfish versus selfless mm, kind of really good. Yeah. motives, right? So if we're, if our motivation is selfish, like you said, I, I want to be a leader, I want to be recognized, or I, this is going to benefit me, this is going to make me feel good, the way you are bothers me, so I'm going to fix it. If mm-hmm. it's that sort of selfish motivation, then there's probably, you probably got some mm-hmm. logs in your eyes that mm-hmm. you need to look mm-hmm. at. But if you, if it is truly selfless, like I just want to help this person, then yeah. there's no, you know, benefit to me. Yeah. Well, isn't that isn't that really God's right. love? Exactly. You know, that no, that's yeah. actually w- walking in that more pure love. Yeah. This is this is for you. This yeah. is because you're so loved. I can say this to you, and that's actually to me the purest form of love. It's more. It's not for our benefit. Yeah. You know. I think as um, as a woman, and I think Pam will agree. I'm a woman. We're a woman. Thank you. I um, agreed. You know, there's a confusion. There's a confusion. I'm sitting here thinking. Sometimes there's a confusion for women with their husbands, or because mm, yeah. because we're called a helpmate, mm-hmm. but they don't always want our help. They just want their help. I, I know when they want it. <laughs> it's like it's like I mean, my husband. I don't know about hers, but he'll just say something out loud like a question. So I'll think I need to respond. Well, he doesn't, it's rhetorical. Mm-hmm. And other times he says a question and he wants to respond, but I don't because I'm just so confused sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, so there's sometimes, sometimes there's judgment even in, mm-hmm. in, in the relationship between men and women. Right. Just there's a judgment. Can, because it can go the other way too. When a, correct. When a woman shows a problem and a man wants to fix it. Correct. You don't want That's to exactly right. Hurt, right. So yeah. So yep. it's like, it's like yep. there is a little yep. confusion in, in, for me. I don't know for her. I think there probably is because I've been around her long enough and she, <laughs> she does seem a little confused. But however. The spirit of confusion. <laughs> Ministry of confusion. Confusion, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Confusion yeah. runs in both of us. What can we say? <laughs> it's an yeah. equal sign. But I just I was thinking yeah. that as you said that there is a little bit of sometimes you're really trying not to be judgmental, mm-hmm. but you can come across as judgmental. Especially women, I think, can come across as mm. critical and judgmental. I think that's the moniker mm-hmm. that women usually get from men mm-hmm. is that we're critical and negative that and a judgmental. Judgment yeah, in itself. Yeah. That's the one we usually get from men. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed yeah, that yeah, emphasis. Yeah, yeah. It could be a little judgment yeah, coming yeah. out, but we'll deal with that. Maybe I was judging the whole man race. Yeah, I don't know. Forgive me, Jesus. I yeah. love the men. Yeah. 
She loves Steve. I love the man. I love the no. I love Steve. Okay. But I love the man race. Oh, the man. The bad race. <laughs> Way higher. Way, Way higher. more higher. Yeah. Way more higher. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think I think on that note, <laughs> before I lose it completely, um, or I think that's really good. I, I, hopefully, if you've been listening today, that gives you something to reflect on. Are you? motivated by this selfless desire to help the people around it's you really good or is it i want to mm. make my life easier or judgment makes me feel superior or mm. or or maybe What's you're your the, motive the person that you find yourself judging all the time and judging yourself all the time you're in you're even self-critical but all of those things it's mm. come to the lord and let him show you he'll, yeah. he'll reveal the log he'll show you where your heart yeah. needs to heal and safest dancers are comes from him yeah, yeah that's really right yep and if you're really having a hard time, then find somebody that, you know, is safe and you can feel safe really with good. them. Be, well, be willing to hear them. So, um, Try not to judge. Yeah, try not to judge. Mm-hmm. Um, and completely unrelated news to this whole podcast, I would like to tell you that uh, you can check out our website at uh, changeover.org to uh, sponsor Children Forget to Vote this year. Starting This podcast is going to be out on Monday the 31st, so starting from... Tuesday, the following day, you'll be able to find our get to vote tags. We have fifteen hundred and fifty-six children wow, this year that we're amazing. Uh, helping. Oh, so, oh, that's what you said. Yeah. yeah, your accent is so thick, and you talked so fast. I didn't even understand the first part. Yep. I was going like, "What?" Yep. And then finally, it was yeah. gifts of hope. So let me repeat. And sponsoring children. Yeah, there we go. Let me repeat it for it. <laughs> not that I'm judging. I was not that I'm judging. I thought he was just judging your yeah. Britishness. So, from November first. Yeah, very good. Our. 1,556 children that need to be sponsored this Christmas. Tags online will be available if you want to sponsor a child. You can choose the, the age and the gender and all of that stuff. Find it and sponsor a child and all the instructions on how to do that will be available. Can on, they do it through Amazon? Is there a way to do it? You can shop online and send it to us. All of those instructions are on, are on the website. So that's, you can either go to changeorville.org or get to folkorville.org and find out how you can get involved. We'd love to have you support. And thank you, Pam, for joining us again. Oh, it was fun. I hope you got, we weren't me. too confusing. Yeah. No, we'll, no, we'll see if she gets an invite again in six months. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great well, week. Or maybe I'll judge when the invite doesn't, <laughs> doesn't come, come. Yeah. that you guys are saying I suck. Yeah, I'd be offended. <laughs> I'm yeah. offended. Yeah, so... It's uh, always a pleasure having you on. And of course it is. We love having you. Of course it when, is. When I'm with Pam and Vicky, it's like I'm with two extra moms that I maybe didn't ask for, but I'm <laughs> somehow, somehow blessed with. So Do you sometimes feel like when you got Vicky and I on here, it's like a, two like the circus monkeys are being let loose and you're trying to catch us all over the Because I'm watching you I going, I think wing, I'm wing, offended wing. by being called a circus monkey. <laughs> You could have probably said that a little yes. bit better. She called us off on two, though. So yeah. it's, I did. Yeah. I did so. Yeah. I mean, just all that energy, and we're we're flexible. Circus clown. And I'm watching Luke trying to keep up with us. He's like, Bing, Bing, yeah. Bing. Where are they going? Yeah. Don't judge, Luke. Don't judge. No judgment. Well, we love you guys. Thank you so much. For have a great week. And have we'll a great, awesome week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Uncommentary's podcast today. I hope this episode encouraged you, inspired you, maybe even challenged you to keep seeking after everything Jesus has for you and the life he calls you to live. If you haven't already, please take a moment and subscribe to the Uncommon Truth podcast. That way you'll get every episode each week when it's released. It would really help us if you could rate, review, and even share this podcast with anyone that you think would be encouraged by it. Help us spread the message to more people so that we can all live out this Christianity the way Jesus intended it to be. If you would like to get in touch with us, 
have any questions about the podcast, the topics, or even like us to pray for you, you can do so by emailing us at uncommontruthpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you next time.